Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're taking a look at the astrological energies from March 29th until April 5th. As we close out the energies of March and move into the very big energies of April. As we move into April, we're going to have Mercury retrograde in Taurus. We have the beginning of eclipse season with our first Aries eclipse on April 19th. And we also have a lot of dynamic shifts in April as we will see the planets really force us to look at our own evolution, what we're holding on to, what we're ready to let go of, where we are walking with greater faith, trust, and certainty in ourselves, in our capabilities, in our ability to continue to evolve into very new places. And that is part of this energy signature at this time, where we're moving into new parts of our own soul's energetic expression, imprints, and frequencies. So if you're feeling that, you're right on time with your own journey because there are big openings here. There are opportunities to move into parts of your own experience that maybe have only been in other realms and it hasn't come into formation. Now there are opportunities here to move into the new starts, beginnings, new chapters, a new life journey that is right on time because of what you have experienced, what you've healed, what you've realized. Essentially, we're moving further up the spiral and we are in some very pristine energies. And that's how it feels right now. It feels very clean and clear. It feels like there could even be new awareness coming in and coming through. It also feels like a lot of karma has been cleared, almost like it's just fallen off the cliff. It's removed itself. It's over. You could feel that as well. I realized I've mentioned this before in another podcast, but this is big energy changes and it can take time to really feel into it, to really sense what has shifted and changed for you. So there is meant to be a sense of possibility here, opening up to things that maybe you've only been contemplating or thinking about things that maybe you've just been sensing. But now we're entering into the ongoing acceleration of energies that are continuing to stream through and we're feeling it at multiple levels of our own energetic systems. We're feeling it in our spiritual body, our physical body, our emotional body. Perhaps you're even feeling it as well in each of your chakras. Maybe you're even feeling the energy energy is coming through and it can feel like a lot, perhaps overwhelming, but it's a beautiful time to also tune into what you're really owning in yourself, what you are fortifying, what you are truly empowering and activating, even if there's some fear around it or anxiety. And that happens with strong Pluto energies. That happens because it brings up parts of our cellular memories from other lifetimes, other timelines, where maybe we've had something similar and it didn't play out. Or we're looking at 
experiences or circumstances from this lifetime that we are maybe feeling triggered by or it's coming up. What I'm feeling so strongly though is that there's a lot that's been cleared out and this could feel like very old dead energy. Like it has that heaviness to it and this is where you can really self-evaluate. Am I spinning in things that are over and complete? Am I holding on to something out of a sense of obligation or safety or comfort? Am I really truly owning how I have evolved and how I'm different now because that is such a strong energy signature as we continue to move into April. Now in the cosmos, we actually have a beautiful lineup of planets unfolding this week. And we also have planets in all four elements. So the elements are fire, earth, air, and water. And we have planets moving through each of these four elements, which gives us access to more energies to work with, to understand, to evaluate and sense. This is where there could even be an opening into feeling that you're a bit more balanced or even that you could feel more of your energy systems are in fuller alignment. There's a sense of not only having access to more perspectives and energies, but I feel it as this alignment into more wholeness, more completeness. And part of what we move through when there's strong Pluto energies is that there has to be removals. There has to be things that are gone, dead, complete, over. And we have to be okay trusting those endings, trusting those completions, allowing the turning of the page. And so this is where when we're moving through Plutonic energies, there's a deeper connection to your soul's frequency. There's a sense here of Pluto really getting in there and going to the heart of your soul's truth and going into that frequency, which looks very different than other frequencies. There's something about Pluto that is not only very direct, but it's really connecting to parts of our energies that maybe we've been separated from in this lifetime that have been fractured off or denied or pushed away. And Pluto returns you to the truth of your own soul wisdom and soul essence. So that's why with Pluto, we experience ego deaths, tower moments, significant life removals and turnovers, because it isn't even connected to the truth of your soul's essence. It's almost like there could be things that we have cushioned ourselves with, right? We've like allowed some pillows to accumulate around us so that we have some comfort or a softer sense of what's happening. And Pluto Pluto is not having it. Pluto's like, no, you're stronger than this. This is who you are. This is what you want. This is what you've been about. And by the way, Pluto has been the witness of your soul's journey across multiple timelines and lifetimes. So Pluto goes right to what is essential and what you need. And that's why we have these big life changes when there's strong Pluto, because it means if it isn't connected to that frequency, it's got to go. 
It's got to go. It isn't going to support you for the long term. It isn't going to help you evolve and prosper and grow in the ways that you're uniquely designed to do in this lifetime. So at this time, it is actually right on time for there to be big removals, endings, completions, things clearing out. But if you understand it's because it's related to your own soul's frequency, then you have a deeper connection to your own truth. And sometimes with Pluto, you could have the experience of needing to cut off and turn away, be done with various energies in your life and in your world when you just have that intuitive knowingness that it's not meant to travel forward with you, that you're not meant to continue to engage or actively contribute or participate in that experience, that situation, that relationship, that energy, that job, whatever it might be. So understand that the strong Pluto at this time is digging in to something pure and pristine within you that maybe you've disconnected from, but it's allowing you to see a higher truth. And the Pluto in Aquarius energy is uniquely connected to your cosmic imprint, to your cosmic energy codes, including including whatever planets you feel you originated from or your star family or where you feel a deep resonance to other galactic beings. Aquarius is this level of evolution. Aquarius takes us beyond 5D into 7, 9, 11D and beyond. It takes us beyond what we even thought we were capable of. And this is why I'm feeling so strongly that there are new guides coming in. There are new spirit guides, new council members, new light beings. There's a lot of activations happening. And this is essential for light workers to know and understand because going back to your own soul truth, if it's not meant to go forward for the long term, it will leave. It will be over. And your intuition knows that. There's parts of your being that are already aware of it. You're already sensing it. You've got the heads up. And maybe there's things that you're just waiting on it to turn over. You're waiting for a certain event or conversation or something to play out. But with the strong Pluto, it happens abruptly, completely, and permanently. So know that we're living in a very dynamic energy period where perhaps you're even getting a deeper glimpse of not only how much you've evolved, but even getting some visuals of where you're going. And I feel like the third eye is expanding beyond what it has before. It's moving into new energy codes and new realms. I see it not only busting wide open, but I actually see the third eye being almost bigger than the head, almost bigger than parts of our physical body because now there are energies here that support more of our spiritual advancement and what this opens up in terms of what we can intuitively see and connect with and also offering a whole new playground of energies to work with. But keep in mind, there's great responsibility with this. There is a lot of responsibility with any and all forms of spiritual expansion, and that is part of what we're moving into and to really understand what that means for you personally. 
Now, as we close out the month of March, we have some lovely energies occurring March 30th. This is where they are exact, where we're going to have Mars and Cancer trining Saturn and Pisces at two degrees, along with Venus conjunct Uranus in Taurus at 16 degrees. Now, Mars is not strong in Cancer. Mars wants to go for what he wants. He wants to act directly. He wants to have a sense of, I'm definitely doing this. This is the results. This is where I'm going. But Mars in Cancer is actually the swimmer, and it's swimming towards that destination, which can be choppy. There can be rip currents, especially when we swim in the ocean. And Saturn in Pisces is the ocean. So here you have Mars in Cancer trining Saturn in Pisces at two degrees, which opens up a direction that maybe you want to swim towards, that you have a sense of trust in your Yourself. This is intuitive energy since they're in the water signs, but there's determination here. There's a sense of I'm going to get to where I want to go and I'm going to do what I need to do to get there without trying to change up the ebbs and flows of the energy. So this is being able to intuitively work with a situation to honor what is coming up for you, what you're feeling, as well as to trust when it's time to push harder or when it's time to pull back. So with this trine to Saturn and Pisces, this Mars in Cancer is able to direct his, I'm feeling his heart, because Cancer is the heart. It's how you're feeling, what you really need, a sense of this is what's going on within me. And Mars tries to figure it out, but he's not really strong in Cancer, so he doesn't know what to do with it. What do I do with what I'm feeling? What do I do with these emotions? And because Mars is physical, He wants to jump in and swim. He wants to take action. And here he has the trine from Saturn, which gives him a sense of purpose. So this can also be really going into trusting what you're feeling, owning it, allowing that to be enough, and really honoring the fact that sometimes what we desire to move towards has its own path that it takes. It's not linear. It isn't like you just set out and make instant progress. This is being able to stay the course while trusting yourself. So this is a good time as well to tap into your divine feminine energies and what you're feeling and sensing and simply put that into motion in some way to trust what that means to you. Now, on the same day, we have Venus conjunct Uranus and Taurus. This is at 16 degrees, which is also part of where Uranus was traveling in 2022. So Uranus is covering territory it was last year. Now this conjunction with Venus, which rules Taurus, is an activation of maybe something that's been delayed last year, or you weren't sure what was happening. Maybe you were waiting on a response, information, something coming through. Venus conjunct Uranus can be delightful surprises, good news, something coming through that finally connects. This can certainly be happy and something that makes your heart smile. 
In Taurus, it can certainly be about anything that you own, anything in your physical environment. Um, It could be that you surprise yourself by making a purchase or you decide, I'm going to buy that or I'm going to go for that. I'm going to create that. Taurus is also a creative energy that brings things into the physical form. So we have lovely energy here as we close out March and maybe a sense of I don't have to force things. I can just go with it and allow the universe and divine timing to show up, surprise me, and also bring up and bring through some things that I have felt are coming through. So we have a softening of the energies when we see that Mars is in Cancer, Venus is in Taurus, and we're also going to have Mercury enter Taurus on April 3rd. So despite all of this very direct, excitable sun in Aries energy, we're seeing that the planets are moving into some different expressions that could mean that maybe we're not as direct as we want to be, or there's some things that are starting that are getting going, but you're then sinking into trust and you're not needing to prove or force or make it happen even though the energy is there to move it forward. So I feel like this could be a beautiful dance between your own masculine and feminine energies that you're trusting yourself in where it's good to be in a more assertive place while also then leaning back and allowing yourself to receive, allowing the energies to support you without feeling like you have to do everything to make it happen. So that is one of the strong energy signatures during this week is to tune in to where that masculine energy wants to take charge. And that's because we do have three planets in Aries, the Sun, Chiron, and Jupiter. We also have Mercury in Aries until April 3rd. So this is the very dynamic energy of initiation. Then we have Pluto in Aquarius, which is also a masculine energy. But everything else is in a feminine expression. And the feminine energies in astrology are the water signs and the earth signs. So I'm also feeling like there could be new integration into how you move through the world or experience your day. Where if we were to be realistic, there's times when we have to move back and forth between being in our masculine and being in our feminine. And it could be that at work or in your job, you very much need to be in your masculine. And then after work, when you go home, you go into the feminine. You could even experience that you move between masculine and feminine energies in a day, almost like every other hour, or there could be this even unconscious ebb and flow between what it means to be in your masculine and in your feminine. But this is all part of your own wholeness. Experience the wholeness of your energy, being complete with it, being at peace with it, as well as accepting that what you are experiencing is also how you're trusting yourself even more. So we have a week here of integrating feminine and masculine energies, also knowing when it isn't necessary to make it happen. The Aries energy will make something happen. It's a very creative spark. It's a desire to get going, to get it moving. 
Then as the energies progress into Taurus, that's where they take on a physical, tangible form. So you have this idea, you have this great thought coming through, it excites you, it motivates you. When it gets to Taurus is how it lands, is really about bringing it into a basic form or understanding how is this going to work? How is this going to come together? So keep in mind that with Mercury in Aries, you could have ideas sparking off in every direction. You could have all these things that excite you or that are great and fresh, and I'm going to try this, I'm going to do this. And then when you get to Taurus, there's something that you have to look at. There's something you have to assess. And that's also because of how Taurus is about our finances, our money. What is it going to cost to make this happen? Is it going to cost anything? How is it going to look or show up? So the Taurus energy then brings in that grounded perspective. And that's also something that we're meant to tune into more rapidly right now. Sort of like you get the idea and then you see how it can come about. Or you have the inspiration and then the answer or the next step is right there. And it feels seamless. It feels like there's things that could come together quite quickly in a way that even surprises you where you think, wow, normally I have to think about this for many weeks or months before I get the answer or before I see how it's going to work. But this is a time period when things can just be happening very quickly. And that's where you're meant to trust the energy, trust what rises, trust what has that forward movement to it. Now on April 3rd, Mercury enters Taurus and will have an immediate square to Pluto in Aquarius at zero degrees. So these are both the fixed signs of Taurus and Aquarius. And Mercury squaring Pluto can be something that you're obsessively thinking about and you don't know what to do. And it's like this, what am I supposed to say? Or where am I supposed to go? Or how is this meant to come up? Any square to Pluto can also be obsession or addiction, especially from Mercury, which will go into the spinning. But in Taurus and Aquarius, there's something fixed here, like it's a fixated energy of feeling stuck. So if you feel stuck April 3rd, the energy is eventually going to open up and smooth out, especially around April 5th and as we move towards that Libra full moon, which I'll touch on here in just a minute. So Mercury squaring Pluto can feel like an abrupt start, also a very quick and clear answer, and maybe something gets shut down. Maybe it's a no. Pluto in Aquarius says, nope, that's not going into the future with you. That isn't connected to what you really need to focus on at this time. So if that Mercury in Taurus is too stuck in a comfort zone, in a pattern, in a routine, isn't expanding, isn't growing, Pluto in Aquarius will shut it down. And that's when you're meant to retract and come back into what is truly for your best and highest good in terms of what is your intuition saying? What is coming through that actually has more energy to work with? And that's going to be clearer around April 5th when Mercury in Taurus sextiles Saturn in Pisces at three degrees. So that Mercury in Taurus gets a no, is not happy, is disgruntled, doesn't like being challenged. But then a few days later, with the sextile to Saturn in Pisces, there's a relief. 
there's a sense of, wow, I'm glad that didn't come through because here's something else. Here's something better. Here's more to play with or work with that actually inspires me that I can do something with. And this could be a good perspective to remember this week because of how much we rely on our brains, how much we're in our heads, how much we go to that energy to figure things out without tapping into our intuition. So trust what you're feeling, trust what you're sensing, give energy to that and look at where that takes you, especially if there's something that comes up that frustrates you this week or that doesn't seem to go forward. I feel it's because it's almost like there's something else in the back room. Spirit or your intuition is holding something else for you and it's necessary for one thing to close down so that you can open up to something that maybe you just weren't seeing before, but it's waiting for you. Now, we talked about how that Mars in Cancer trines Saturn in Pisces. Well, also then making a sextile to the North Node in Taurus. And that sextile happens April 3rd through the 7th at 5 and 4 degrees. And this is where Mars in Cancer is being supported in understanding the necessities of what he wants, what he needs to do, as well as trusting himself without thinking that it's necessary to be overly assertive. Also, there's a softness in this energy where things could finally click or connect because of what you've held back. And that's also a very strong feminine energy where I'm feeling like this Mars in Cancer can be easily frustrated and impatient and not know how to express himself. But this is a week where your spiritual support is right there. It's almost like it's easy to overlook. You know when you're looking forward and you don't always see things in your peripheral view? There's something either on the left or the right of that peripheral view that is the thing or the answer or the next step. And that's part of the Mars and Cancer journey is that it's actually stronger moving with what you're sensing and feeling and allowing that to guide you. And I feel like with Mars and Cancer sextiling the North Node, the way forward can be much simpler and easier than maybe what you thought, where maybe you thought, I've got to do this, I've got to prove this, I've got to get all my ducks in a row first. But there's something else opening on the side, and that's how I'm feeling it energetically, is that there's things happening that are supporting you, even if it's not front and center. It's a soft support. It's gentle. There's something about it that is about ease and grace and trusting that, trusting how things can come together effortlessly without your ego overriding it, which is also Mars, and without creating havoc or chaos which is what Mars and Cancer can do too, like splashing around in the pool and having a tantrum or a conniption fit. It's sort of like, well, okay, work through that, get it out of your system, then allow yourself to lean back and relax and you might just be surprised at what shows up. So there's energy this week that is going to be about trusting a process or allowing something to come through that maybe you overlooked, you pushed to the side, but it's right there. 
And this goes back to what I was saying earlier, where it could be easier than you think if you're not trying to fight for it or make it happen. This also can be difficult in Aries season when there is that desire to make moves and make progress, but there's a softer, it's like a pastel color. It's meant to be something that allows you to relax into your body, to trust your intuition, to just glide without overly exerting yourself. And then this energy takes us to the Libra full moon, which is happening April 5th or April 6th, depending on your location on the planet. And it's occurring at 16 degrees of Libra. So this full moon is interesting because we do have that moon in Libra. Libra is ruled by Venus and Venus is in Taurus making a lovely sextile to Neptune and Pisces while the sun in Aries is opposing the moon in Libra but the sun is conjunct Chiron in Aries. And I'm feeling like this Libra full moon is definitely bringing us back into our heart's desire, what we are truly wanting that maybe has been blocked or delayed. There's even an energy here with that moon in Libra of objectively balancing ourselves, stepping away from our own world, our own sense of this is who I am, this is what I want, which is the airy signature, and understanding what's going on for another person or for other people or the other side of the situation. The moon in Libra always has objectivity. And even though you could say, well, this is what I'm feeling, this is what's happening, that moon in Libra says, okay, sure, and consider that this is what the other person is thinking or feeling, or this is what they're going through. So this is always a full moon that balances our personal energies, and I feel like it's definitely highlighting relationships, relationships that work and feel good, relationships that are just easy and effortless, which is part of that Venus sextile to Neptune. But there's also something here where we're understanding more of what we want based on what we're worth. And I feel like there's this simplicity in the energy signature where you could just have an insight into your own relationship patterns. You could have an understanding of what you've been consciously doing and working through. And that conjunction to Chiron Chiron conjunct the sun, which is exact on April 5th, right before the full moon occurs. That is a time of checking in with yourself and really accepting your own energy, including the vulnerabilities, the insecurities, the parts of yourself that have been covered up by your ego, by a sense of self that maybe is not healthy. This is where Chiron softens us and Chiron brings us into something at our core. There's a core energy that we connect with when we deal with strong Chiron. And when you look at Chiron in astrology, the glyph, the symbol is a key. 
It's the key to the healing. But I also feel it as a key to your own true frequency that maybe was covered up or you were given messages, especially when you were younger, that it's not acceptable. This is where we integrate messages to just be stronger, just show up, just do what you need to do. There's a lot here that can be very demanding with the Chiron in Aries conjunct the sun. There can be a sense of, well, this is what I thought I had to do in order to be myself, And then Chiron melts away those false parts of ourselves, melts it away like butter. And then finally, you feel very exposed. There can be a rawness with Chiron conjunct the sun. And during this particular Libra full moon, this can be an opening into relationships, an opening into connections that can go deeper, that can go in to those more vulnerable places that maybe we were taught we had to hide or cover up, maybe that we just simply didn't accept in ourselves. So there's something about this Libra full moon that can open up more depth to friendships, connections, partnerships, relationships that you're ready to take forward into that space. This can also be, on the other hand, a time of feeling an injury a time of feeling injured, whether that's physically, emotionally, or otherwise, where your own rawness, your own vulnerability is not accepted, is not welcomed. And this is where we trust our intuition, where do I speak up? Do I not? Do I share this? Do I not? And when I look at this particular chart, I feel like there's something that you've come to understand about who you are, what you need, and that even if you're triggered or something comes up that is at first painful or hurts, I don't feel like it goes very deep. Because you know how when you maybe cut yourself, we have different types of injuries, right? Like there's the shallow cuts and then there's the deep cuts. This feels more like a shallow cut that shows you how you're loving yourself, even if it's not validated outside of you, even if it's not acknowledged exactly how you want it to be. There's something here that you're meant to own about the purity and rawness of your own energy, of your own needs that isn't connected to the ego, that isn't connected to a false sense of self, and perhaps you're going to see and feel how you're different now. This Libra full moon could highlight more about the people in your life, the people in your world that are correct for you. They're on the same frequency. They get it. They've done the work. They've been there. They understand how the spiritual journey is filled with all these valleys and mountains and zigzags and ups and downs. And that's something that they know because they've also lived it. So these are the people who get it, right? These are the people that you can take your experiences to and who can relate on that level. But I feel like part of the decisiveness here is in understanding and acknowledging, I can't take this part of my life to this person, or I can't really talk about some areas of my world or my internal life with others. And there can be some new boundaries that you're acknowledging. There can also be a 
very beautiful wisdom that arises where you're in that place of, okay, I accept this is mine to own, whatever that is for you. This is where I'm feeling insecure. This is what my healing journey has brought up. This is what I've been moving through. And that's fully mine to own. It's nobody else's responsibility to own it. It's nobody else's responsibility even to fully understand it. But the people who do show up, who do understand, are the ones that matter. And it could also feel like there's a loneliness with this energy where you want to share, you want to open up, but there needs to be a wisdom around that, meaning you have to be wise about who you share certain things with. Because we all know there are people who are not trustworthy. There are people who think that doing something on social media is acceptable when only it displays their own character. We can think that there are individuals who get it and who wouldn't hurt us or who wouldn't retaliate or who wouldn't think that this is something that's big. But of course, there are people like that. And we know that, right? So I feel like there's something here about trusting your own wisdom, trusting what you're sensing and feeling, even if part of you is excited and you want to share, you want to open up. This is where you give yourself the pause and you pause it and you really tune into, can I trust this individual with this part of my journey, with how I'm feeling, with these layers of myself? Or ultimately, are they not safe? Are they destructive? Are they not someone who's going to honor this and keep it private? So I feel like that's part of this push-pull with the Libra full moon, where when you go into really honoring what is correct for you and what you're feeling, you're going to have the right answers around who gets you, who understands, who's on that same journey or who at least has been there. And then you'll also see what is no longer a fit, what is no longer a frequency match, Um, There can also be a return to loving yourself even more. And I'm seeing this as a strengthening in your own aura, a strengthening in your own self-validation and self-acknowledgement that I can handle this on my own. I can take care of this in my own way. I know how to work with these energies or work with the emotions that are coming up for me. And that's what this Libra full moon could reflect back to you is how you've shown up in relationships, what's worked, what hasn't worked, what you've learned about it, and then also to keep honoring your own needs and honoring the fact that you can feel empowered in yourself without needing others to validate it in exactly the same way. Now, the energies in April are going to continue to increase. We are going to have the very powerful Aries solar eclipse on April 19th. It squares Pluto. We also have the beginning of Mercury retrograde at 15 degrees of Taurus on April 21st. So the energies of April are very big, and this would be a good time to continually gather your energy Trust yourself, trust how you're working with spirit, also to trust what new beginnings are energetically calling to you to follow, to invest in, to put your energy towards, because this is a time of moving it forward, of stepping into more of your soul's pure essence and power, 
as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, and to also look at what is finally opening up for you and to make sure that you're not reacting from the past. And this is a big deal because the sun is in Aries. Aries is ruled by Mars. Mars is in Cancer. Cancer is connected to all of our past experiences, especially in this lifetime. And that's where we can actively work to be more conscious and more aware and say, okay, this experience that I'm moving through or what's coming up for me, is it about right now or is it about something that I went through previously? Is it about me being in my power in the present moment or am I having reactions or unresolved emotional responses from something else that I haven't fully resolved in myself? Are there energies coming up that you haven't fully resolved in yourself from previous experiences, feelings, situations, whatever it might be? Mars in Cancer is going to continue to bring your consciousness to that, to things of the past, to things that happened previously. And this is your opportunity to return to the present moment, gather up all your energy and be very clear about who you are now and how you will consciously respond or react, how you will take a moment, take a beat to tune in to what your truth is now and to let that guide you forward instead of something else from another timeline or another experience that is lingering in your energy. So do stay aware of that because it can be very unconscious, but it might also give you some beautiful insights into what you're ready to resolve and complete now. So we have a lot to keep discussing as we move into the fourth month of the year, including eclipse season and the powerful shifts that we are moving through in 2023. Keep in mind, you can still purchase my 2023 Soul Growth Astrology program that goes over these big energies in your chart. This is where you can look at the eclipses, where they're showing up for you, what is happening for you in your chart. We talk about not only all the Mercury retrogrades, but we even look at the Venus retrograde that's coming up in Leo, plus all of the energies of the outer planets as they move into new signs and expressions. And also, May is when we're going to see Jupiter go into Taurus. So we've got a lot going on. So please check out the 2023 Soul Growth Astrology Program so that you can see how it's working with you personally in your chart. And also for those of you who have have asked, you can still attend the Gathering of the Shamans, which is occurring in Sedona, Arizona, May 5th to May 7th. It is a gathering of those who practice and live from the shamanic experiences. You will meet Heather Ash Amara, Dr. Alberto Villoldo, Stephen Farmer, Linda Starr-Wolf, Jorge Luis Delgado, and many others who are excited to connect with you through this experience. So I'll put the link below the podcast if you are feeling a deep desire to join the gathering of the shamans in Sedona, Arizona. 
Wishing you a beautiful week ahead, a beautiful Libra full moon. Please check out my video on YouTube that goes through this chart as we discuss the energies more specifically. And as always, I will be back here for another podcast episode every Monday and Wednesday. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for your likes, your comments, and for sharing this podcast with others who you believe would benefit from it as well. Thank you so much for joining me. You can find out more about all my offerings over at mollymccord.online. And I look forward to connecting with you again very soon. Take good care.